Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we celebrate National Grouch Day. We also talk about using meat to get drugs, gaslighting, and unibombing. Also, George Clooney for president? Hmm. An elk that grew up with a tire around its neck. Of course, we'll have a stupid criminal and a Florida man. And a whole lot more. Please subscribe and leave a review with some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Candy corn is disgusting. Well, do you agree? I don't like it. Agree or disagree? I don't like it. I don't think it's disgusting, but it's just like straight up sugar corn. It's like eating a it's candle. Like, it's like, yeah, it looks like a little teeny candle. It's like, here, eat a bunch of sugar shaped like a miniature candle, you know? And I, I'm not, I'm not really all that into it. It's fun to like put a couple candy corns in your mouth, and make it look like fangs, you know? Oh, that's fun. Like, oh, we're gonna get you, little kid. And I've never done that. Do what? we have any candy corn? No, I doubt it. Please Ooh. hope no. We got to get some candy corn just for that. I mean, candy corn's fun to throw at people. You know, like if you're like, oh, there's my friend over there. <laughs> you know, and that's about it. It's harmless. Stick them in your nose. Stick them in your. Don't, don't do stick that, them kids. Don't, don't don't stick candy corn in your nose. Don't stick candy corn. Good in thing your the nose. kids are in school, so they didn't yeah. hear that. But What's, all the little toddlers, you know, don't do that. What's cool is if you stick one in your nose, not all the way, just like barely in, and then you plug the other one and blow it out <gasps> I into do that. someone's mouth. Oh, that's disgusting. That is absolutely the most. What I if thought, a bug comes out? Oh, it gives it flavor, you know, a little more. Ooh, that one's a salty. No. Mm. Well, that's gross. This is also gross, but people seem to like it. There's a meat market okay. in Madison, Wisconsin. I like meat. <laughs> They've in. created a new food by combining... Halloween and Oktoberfest. Okay. Candy corn filled bratwurst. No, thank you. Absolutely not. That sounds horrid. <laughs> what? They also have beer mixed in with it. Candy corn beer. It's starting to get a little better, but still no. They're called Spooktoberfest Brats. No, thank you. Is it actual candy corns? Yeah. In like a sleeve like a brat? It's I'm out. That's mixed disgusting. in with the normal bratwurst. Why would you ruin a bratwurst this what? way? Oh, so it's mixed in with some meat. Yeah. So they're trying, but all they're doing is ruining meat. Could you imagine eating that, though? You're like, hmm, I like the flavor. What is that? It's kind of sweet. It's a freaking candy corn, man. I watched a video of them making it, and I almost threw up. Is it, uh, like, they'll melt, won't you, if you grill them or boil them, whatever you want to do with your brat? Probably. Won't it melt? So a candle melts, so <laughs> probably just put a candle in your brat. Ew. <laughs> People say they're sweet and not scary at all. I think they look pretty scary. Well, I'm not thinking they're scary. I'm thinking they're gross. There's nothing scary about it. It's just gross. Beer plus brat meat plus candy corn. No, mm. thank you. You'd have to have me pretty beard up. I'd have to be drunk. Sorry. Sorry. So- sorry. They're getting clever in Canada. Oh? Especially when it comes to drugs. Oh. Not only are they using COVID relief funds mm-hmm. to get drugs now. Naturally. They're using meat. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I got huh? a rump roast here for you. How don't much can, you know, how eh? much cocaine can I get here for a rump roast, you know? Oh, don't you know, hey, I got some of that good uh, Canadian bacon right here, hey? Yeah, how much can I get for that, huh? A couple lines? Hey there, you throw in the, the tater tot casserole, you can have this whole bag here. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm down. I mean, really? Well, I don't have drugs, but I mean, I'm down to get some of that meat. What can I get for a four-pack of filet mignons? <laughs> you know, I got a New York strip right here. Oh, can you imagine the bacon-wrapped filet mignon? Oh, oh. You can just have all my drugs. Hold up. Aren't all filet mignons wrapped in bacon? That's why they're called the filet mignon? Otherwise, it'd just be a... I don't know. I thought the filet mignon steak. was just part of the T-bone that... 
the yummy part of the T-bone. The small I thought part. it had to be wrapped in bacon. Oh, I don't know. I don't actually know. But anyways, well, you don't need to tell the drug dealer that. <laughs> you're, no. just, you're just trying to get drugs. These are the nice filet mignons. They're wrapped in the bacon. Hey, if the drug dealer doesn't know, you could just keep the bacon for yourself. You'd be like, here, I'll take that bacon off. You don't want none of that. That stuff's bad for you. Yeah. It's like a drug, man. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but if you throw in a little bit extra, I'll give you the bacon. Man, it'd be funny because then... All the drug dealers would be not so skinny, right? Right, have yes. a bunch of meat. But how are they going to eat the meat with no teeth? I, well, you just got to cut it smaller, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Put it in the blender. Gnaw it up. Maybe they, then they take the meat to the dentist. They trade the meat for some teeth. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look at these new chompers I got just for four pork loins, you know? But what about the drug dealers that work for other drug dealers? Oh, no. You know, they expect money. They're just going to yeah. bring them pallets of meat? Yeah, you were supposed to bring me 20 pounds of hamburger. Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, man. All I had was chicken. You mean to tell me this hamburger isn't a lean? Look at this 80-20. I don't do this. This isn't even real meat. It's plant-based. This is bull. So sorry. Brandon, I have the perfect honeymoon spot for you and Megan. Oh? And Uh, maybe Douglas and I. Okay. No, because I don't like bats. No, I'm not a bat fan either. (laughs) I don't... I mean... Wouldn't you like to go to Jerusalem and... And, you know, live out the stories in the Bible. Sure. Wouldn't that be a cool vacation? It'd be pretty cool. Sure. What if you could live out a C-19 experience? I'm good, actually. (laughs) Go back into the history of the making. I'm good. Yeah, no. I'm not a bad fan. The supposed cave where the COVID bats are living. Okay. They aren't allowing scientists to go in there and look around, but it seems as if they are allowing tourists wow. to go on tours of this cave. That is silly. Why Why would anybody even want to go in there? Yeah, there's bats. There's mice with wings and fangs. There's people still yeah, scared thanks. to go to the grocery store, and these people are off touring the cave <laughs> that the bats came from. Do they have their masks on? <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Gotta be vaccinated. Are they to get up vaccinated? <laughs> But still, what happens though? But what if? What if? Right? You go. I'm, and I will never because I'm not a bat fan. Like I, I'm sorry, you got me at bats, and then you add the COVID thing. It's like, yep, nope, don't need to go. Sorry. But what if you get into this cave and the whole thing is they're just trying to keep you out? You get to the bottom of this cave and you're like, what the heck? Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, Tupac, they're sitting there playing poker. <laughs> You've got the Loch Ness Monster hanging out in the pool. Who else is in there? Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot's like, huh? <laughs> <"Ooh?"> you know? <laughs> it's like a secret society. Yeah, they're they're like, all sitting around a table playing cards. Hey, man. Hey, man. How'd you get in here, huh? <laughs> 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 I was like, what? And the Loch Ness Monster's over doing Loch Ness Monster stuff. I yeah, don't know. Can I get your autograph and then I'll go? Yeah, I just want your autograph. You walk out, it's like, oops, I got the coves. You know, I'd have to sit down and beat Elvis at, at some cards first. Oh, though. yeah. What's it going to be here? We playing seven seven card stud or what we got here? <laughs> oh, yeah, honey. Whatever you want, baby. <laughs> his, <laughs> he's got his assistant. Hey, she'll make us some peanut butter banana sandwiches. Oh, man, we getting any more of that bacon? Come on, honey. <laughs> Ow, beat it! Buying a home is supposed to be fun, but it is definitely not fun. Not always, no. I mean, it's fun because, you know, the new beginnings. Hey, look, Fresh Start could be a bigger home, possibly nicer depending on your move, fits you better, whatever. 
But what if stuff don't work? You got to change your address. You move in. Oh, the furnace don't work. Oh, that's cool. Oh, now air conditioning. Oh, now the roof's leaking. Yeah. Oh, wow. The shower doesn't even work or the handle came off in my hand. This is awesome. Or just the process of getting the house is stressful. You yeah. find one you love. You put it in offer. Somebody outbids you or whatever. Yep. That It's just heartbreaking. It's just yep. draining. Yeah, it's not fun. And then if you purchase the home with your spouse and you end up getting divorced, that yeah, is tough. horrible. Or you try to hold on to it yourself and you're like, holy cow, this is expensive I need without a roommate. two incomes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, this is becoming more common where friends are pooling their money together and they're buying homes. Mm, that's I, a horrible idea. Mainly because it's the only way people can afford it these days. But what yeah. if there's like a falling out? Yeah, that's not cool. You can't really divide a home between what four friends i mean you can it just there's got it's got to be tough and you'd think the bank wouldn't allow it you know because that's quite the risk knowing very well that these friends are going to have a falling out that's just going to happen there's going to be one of them out of the group that's like i want out i want my fifty thousand or whatever percentage right i mean like two people that aren't married can buy a home together it's kind of the same thing Yeah, yeah yeah i could see that friends are investing into it but why doesn't one just buy it and rent to the other. You know what I mean? Like, just to clear it up. If you both buy, Because I don't then know. it's not an investment. The I, renter's I, basically just throwing their money away. The other one's benefiting. Hey, maybe somebody's writing a better contract up that's like, hey, this is our investment. This is our, you know, our business or our, it's an investment. So at the end of it, if somebody wants to break the contract, then we have the option of buying them out. I see a lot of court cases in the future if this is becoming more yep. common. There's going to be people fighting. Oh, yeah. It just makes it even harder. And then as friends, if somebody wants to make the bigger deck on the back, let's make a deck over because we like having people over and grilling. And the one guy's like, I don't want to invest in the back of the deck. I don't care if we have people over or not. That's big enough for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? You end up having your friends over and then Karen ends up sleeping with your boyfriend and you have a falling out. Who gets the home? Yeah, the boyfriend. (laughs) He wins either way. (laughs) And Karen. So we made a post yesterday about awkward dates on Facebook. Mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. got some pretty cool stories. Yeah. Yeah, so keep those coming in. You could also open mic a quick one if you want to yeah. through our app or text it. Yep. But uh, I have one to share. Do it up. This was when I lived in Tennessee, and this was actually a famous person's ex-husband. Wow. I had performed with him and his dad like a couple weeks ago, and then his dad's like, you guys should go on a, on a date. You know, you guys yeah. seem to click. And so I'm like, yeah, cool. So I make my drive into Nashville, and uh, we meet at his house. And I notice as he's putting his shoes on that his socks are very dirty. Ugh. And I am very particular about white socks being yeah. very white. I'm the like, same way. As soon as they start to change, you need to toss them. Well, or don't buy white socks. Yeah. Buy colored socks if you have poor sock habits. I don't know why it bothers me. It just grosses me out. Me too. So then, that's fine. We continue on the date. We're, we're, we're going to go eat sushi, right? Mm-hmm. And this was when you could smoke inside a restaurant. Oh, gross. And so he's chain smoking the whole time, blowing it in my face. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, get me out of here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm already over it. And the guy's, like, not funny, you know. Oh, yeah. And I don't does, like the way he's dressed. Does the, does the typical, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, phlegm coughing yeah. and stuff. And then, like, he we get our sushi and he starts eating the sushi and continues to smoke. Oh, my goodness. And as goodness. he's chewing the, the sushi, he's blowing smoke out of my face. So I'm getting like Sick. raw fish and cigarette smoke. Oh, Marlboro it's so gross. fish. Yum. Yeah. 
So as soon as that meal was over with, I'm like, I'm out of here. I got to go. Something came up. That's I don't so remember gross. what the excuse was, but we were supposed to like go dancing and stuff after that. And I was wow. out. I was done. Sorry. My ankle sprained all of a sudden. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Have you ever had an embarrassing so date like, or w- awkward date? Outside of my wife, probably the hottest girl I've ever gone on a date with. And I mean, the hottest chick I've ever gone on a date with was back in high school. And I still have a huge crush on this girl. But anyway, she's still gorgeous. But anyways, we went to the mall here in Rapid. And uh, I I thought she farted. I wasn't sure. And I was like, it answered my lifelong question of, do hot girls actually fart? And turns out they do. And then I wasn't sure if it was a shoe or a fart or what. But she was like, let's just move over here. And that was about it. The rest of the date was completely fine. So I guess... That's about the most. Did awkward. it smell? I don't know. I don't think you they, moved. Okay. Yeah, we moved, so I don't know. And and honestly, if it did, I it wouldn't have changed anything. I she was the most <laughs> beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life, outside of my wife. We put up a Facebook post yesterday asking for awkward date stories. So awkward date talk will continue. Here's a good Christmas gift for your gassy significant other. Okay. Or you could buy this for yourself, Brandon, save okay. Megan a trip to the store. Yeah, sure. <laughs> There's a company selling anti-flatulence bedsheets. Alrighty. Yeah. How does that work? Well, they already sell fart-mitigating underwear. Oh, yeah? Okay. And now they've added to bedding products. It's huh. an undersheet that your regular sheets go on top of and a flatulence-filtering duvet cover. And it keeps wow. your nighttime emissions trapped. If you will. Well. <laughs> and it uses the same technology as the underwear. Carbon fibers absorb the flatulence, then neutralize it. Hmm. There's a king size undersheet that costs 160 bucks plus shipping, and then the du- duvet cover is 260 Hmm. The website myshreddies.com. Wow. That uh See, I've heard of things like that, but that turns into more like a Dutch oven effect. Yeah, it sounds dangerous to me. It sounds dangerous. It doesn't filter it out. It just traps it in there. And then when you wake up in the morning, it's like, hi, (laughs) good morning. But it does say that it neutralizes it. Oh, it does neutralize it? Oh, Oh, okay. Well, that's totally different. Yes, I'm down. So that's kind of gross to me. So it like gets trapped in the bedding. If I remember right, the the anti-flatulent underwear had like coal or other things in it so like it it took the scent away you know what i mean it, it absorbed the scent after a while they probably go bad but that's how i remember those working um so maybe that's how this is you're sleeping with some coal exactly <laughs> it whatever, absorbs charcoal it. blanket so you just let her rip <laughs> so you're basically spooning a bunch of coal absorbed flatulence yeah but the scent goes away so it keeps you all clean and fresh how do you throw that in your washer <laughs> does it all come out in the wash is that how it's gonna work what other kind of scents will it'll absorb every scent though what if i would just like stinky? a lavender scented blanket we just got a brand new downfield comforter and i don't think it works like that i don't think it absorbs and does away with scent i think it traps it and it makes a perfect dutch oven it, are you, so are you guys going to try these out? Or are you going to go to myshreddies.com and buy no. you some flatulence? No. I don't believe sheets. it's much of an issue in our home, um, at least for me. Maybe my wife would disagree. But hey. <laughs> I think I need to talk to Megan. Yeah, you might. Because I think you might be hiding something. Oh, it's, you know. Hiding something under the sheets. <laughs> oh! What's going on with the whole home buying experience? <laughs> well... Uh, I've been looking at homes. You know what's funny is you, you look at them online, right? Yeah. And you're like, wow, this house is gorgeous. Or this house would be perfect. Layout's fine. I'm not too picky 
on like the style of the home or, or what's going on there. Um, but I am picky on if I can build a shop. That's the main goal here, right? So I'm like, I just need a room for each kid, one room for the wife to be locked in, and I can go to bed in my own room, and I just need space to build a shop. And so... Go to bed in your own room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But what so... Are you, Lucy I'm, and... I'm trying to get, you know, a realtor involved, and because uh, you have to. It's, it's reality of being a realtor. And so I call our good friend... And she listens, KB Clemens. I know she works for VIP Properties. I'm like, come on over. She's going to come over, check out the house, lay out the options. What are we going to do? And uh, because of the snow the other day, she couldn't come over that day. So we rescheduled. She's coming over to the house, and the wife's like, well, I can't I can't make it. And I said, okay. Yeah. It's fine. You know, she's just going to look at the house and give us a, you know, an estimate or whatever she thinks we could sell it for or whatever. And. And she's like, well, don't you think if she's there, I should be there? I said, no, she's not bringing her husband, (laughs) (laughs) which he is gorgeous. He's a good looking dude. But I'm like, no, we can meet up. We don't need significant others. Trevor. Oh, yeah, I do. Have you ever seen him? The way he does his hair, grows out a beard. Son of a gun. It's a good looking dude. If I could grow hair out, I'd like it to look like his. (laughs) But anyway, so she'll be coming over. We'll be taking a peek. But I. What's funny is you look at homes on online, you look at the pictures and the layout, then you go look at them in person, and you're like, right away, we might as well just keep on driving. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah. Wow, this place looks totally Especially different. Especially right now. Yeah. Prices are way up high. Yeah, prices are high. So you're like, this must be a decent home. And then you get there, and you're like, so what happened since you took the picture? <laughs> Did a tornado come through? <laughs> what just happened? No, it's not that bad. But, you know. My house ain't no gem either. I got some stuff wrong with mine, all little things, but I, I don't really want to fix mine up either. I'm like, come and get it. Like, I want to paint the inside of my house and lay new carpet down, guessing what somebody's going to like. How about this? You move in, you pick the colors, I'll pay for it to be painted. Just get the house. Get get me out of it. Let's go. You think it's that easy? No. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. I to wish be. it was. I'm a man. I just want it to be simple. Why can't you just take my stuff and I go over there? You know, like that's. They need to. Minded. They need to have somebody. This is like a new job for somebody. Yeah. Where they just prepare your home for sale. Like yeah. that's all they do. Yeah, like they put job. new carpet and paint, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about it. It's just. That, it's just part of the whole process. Mm-hmm. They do all that for you. What would help too is if said business was good enough. To say, look, this is how this is going to cost uh, $1,500. I have no idea, right? Depending on the amount of stuff. 1500 bucks, but I'll float this until you sell the house. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes that's the hard it's just part. part of the like, process. Man, I have to spend thousands of dollars just to sell my flipping home. You know what I mean? It's like, her, okay, I'll hold it. But if you don't sell in six months or three months, then you still owe me the money. But, like, you know, put it out there for them. Say, hey, I'll come and do these repairs. I'll paint. I'll throw some carpet downstairs. I'll fix this trim. I'll do whatever. I don't know. Little things here and there. And then, boom, when you sell the house, you pay me. I even have an idea about the hidden fees. Oh. They get a certain amount of interest until the house sells on the amount that you owe them. I like your attitude. See? Look, everybody wins. Yes. Yes! Let's go! We're so smart! Mark Houston here at Home Slice, you know, whiskey at work guy. <laughs> Huge nerd about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I don't know if he knows about this or not, or maybe this is where he's at. But there's a guy in Italy. His name is Nicholas Gentile. Hmm. His name translates to Nicholas the Kind. 
<laughs> he invested <laughs> his life savings in a piece of land in this town in Italy. Okay. He's a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. He wanted to use the plot that he owns to build a family home where he could live in harmony with nature with his wife and two kids. Whoa. Just like hobbits. Like he wants to be a hobbit and he's trying to turn his family into one. So so what's a hobbit? A hobbit is a little person with huge hairy feet. Okay. They live like in trees. Okay. And they garden a lot and they make stews. Huh. And wear so, cloaks. So like I'm like a large hobbit. That's what I think a hobbit is. I'm like a large hobbit. My feet aren't that hairy, but I mean. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're not that hairy, but I mean, <laughs> they're a little. They got a couple hairs each toe, but still. like. I think you could be the hobbit's friend, the garden gnome. The garden gnome? Like yeah, I'll help him out in his garden, eat yeah. some of his stew, take it home to my family? Yeah. Like they have Gandalf the Great. Yeah. You're like the gnome friend. I'm like little G. Little if you go and watch the movie, there's a character that looks just like you. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not Good a hobbit. Looking. I don't know what he is. I think it might be a gnome. Yeah, What maybe. is that guy? Whoa. But anyway, yeah, Mark Houston, maybe he's off uh, helping him build this hobbit land or whatever. I think he's he's going to experience. He's probably like renting one of the trees out. Yeah. <laughs> trying to live like a hobbit. Oh, I could just imagine his wife and son just not enjoying this. <laughs> Apparently, there's thousands of fans on social media. Oh, boy. What is wrong with people? I guess I'm just not into that. You know what I mean? But if somebody was, to me, were like, hey, let's go open up a dirt bike track and make it a community, I'm down. (laughs) So, I mean, I could see it, I guess, you know. He could be into worse things. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got their thing. This guy even took a ring and threw it into a volcano like it was Mordor. Is that a thing? He's like trying to live out Lord of the Rings. What kind of ring did he throw? I mean, do you pick it up at a pawn shop or like a Walmart plastic ring or like a real ring? I don't know. Maybe his uncle gave it to him. <laughs> is, that, is that a Lord of the Rings joke? Yes. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> Just weird. I do have to admit, like deep inside, I kind of want to go. I mean, look, if I'm in Italy and they're like, hey, you guys want to spend about a half hour here checking out this weird Hobbitville? I'd be like, I guess. I would go. I'm not going to take a trip to Italy to go check out Hobbitville. I'll tell you that. Like, no, sir. It's a little off my nerd range. I'm a nerd on certain things, but I I can't do it. I just want to go and try the Hobbit stew. Yellow. Hey, is this the grouchy Mark Houston? I thought we were going to do the opposite of this. Apparently not, huh? Happy National Grouch Day. Here you are, all right? Constantly calling, doing these silly little bits when you should be working. I don't get it. Huh? Yeah. That's huh? the thing. It is work. We are working. Look at us. I it's, can't. I can't look at you guys. I'm, I'm on the phone. It's really hard to talk to grouchy people, so that is a lot of work. <laughs> so oh. I am the opposite of grouchy. Whatever. Yeah. 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 That's exactly why we called because we were like, it's National Grouch Day. Let's talk to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold they on they built this day around you. No. No. I want you to give me. You two, my my shining beacons, okay? <laughs> the, 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 the way that radio was meant to be. Amy and Brandon, the roadhouse. I want you to explain to me, or tell me, the last time I was grouchy. Right now. <laughs> Damn it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Don't have to go too far. Um... I walked right into that, didn't I? You did. <laughs> you weren't at the meeting on Tuesday, so we missed out on that one. Maybe we go to Tuesday before. No. 
<laughs> can I have a day off just, you know, every once in a while? Is that all yeah. right? Or I no? guess. Or... You were probably grouchy when you came back this week and realized you had so many more listeners for me filling in for you. <laughs> it kind of feels like a day off for us when you take a day off. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know how hard I have to work for the next month to get all of those listeners back? Probably I gotta, I gotta true. Go, i got to go door to door with these people right Apologizing. now. It's exhausting. Speaking of that, is it exhausting being a grouch? You know, I don't like to think of myself as grouchy per se, mm-hmm. um, but but I am. But after a while, you get you get used to it. You just yeah. kind of go with the flow. It just becomes it's second nature, really. And then it's uh, it actually ends up being kind of fun, honestly. I think the the time when you were the least grouchy was when you had lines cut on the side of your hair and maybe that's what we need to do get those lines get you set up for the white trash bash get those lines back inside you so you when was the last time you saw me in person brandon it's been a week or better at least a week and a half <laughs> i i have i have a mullet right now that probably rivals yours i doubt okay? that i doubt so that we don't need to do the lines because i'm doing the mullet and uh, I still I have a lot of hair though on top of my head too though Brandon. So mm, I see how better. it is. Mm-hmm. Low blow. The back there. Yeah. Low blow, or is it a high one? Well, either way. So you have the mullet, but you don't have the skullet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a skullet. Real yeah. men have skullets. Brandon owns that one. <laughs> what are you doing Perfect. right now? Uh, I'm actually going to pick up a. Um, I know this might shock some of you, um, but I'm on my way to work. But I got to swing by really quick to pick up a carburetor. Uh, mm. For my for my lawn for my for my uh, snowblower hmm. because of course I've had this thing all summer and yeah, before I left for South Carolina last week I decided to take this in to get the carburetor fixed mm. thinking oh we got plenty of time before there's going to be any snow right. or whatever yeah. yeah I spent all last night and this morning still shoveling because wow. I'm a grouchy idiot cool yeah. story. Well, yeah. I'm surprised you know what a carburetor is. That's kind of what blows my mind. That's the shocking part of this whole story. You're but right. Look at this. You you're grow right. a mullet, all of a sudden you're working with carburetors. Look at you go. <laughs> ah, that's about as fitting as you're going to get, man. Yeah. Happy National Grouch Day. Well, thanks, you guys. And you'll always be my like third or fourth favorite down in the radio station. Oh, so I, thank you. I really, that's cool. You know, you guys take that for what it's worth. We love you. That means a lot. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye, dork. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Okay, there's a term that the Gen Zers are using, because okay. I've never heard it before, so I'm kind of guessing this is a Gen Z thing, okay. and it's gaslighting. Okay. We know, like, they have all these new terms for things. Mm-hmm. Like ghosting or yeah. whatever. Yeah, ghosting's like what I thought gaslighting was. Oh. What do you think gaslighting is? Um... Maybe is it like in your social circle, you're known as the person that makes things tense, like makes it an aggressive when it shouldn't be situation or, you know what I mean? Like, like gaslighting, you like gas and it explodes. So maybe you're that person trying to get everybody to explode. I guess, or, you know, gaslighting happens a lot in abusive relationships. Oh, like you try to manipulate people's minds. Huh? Okay. You make people question their own judgment. Oh, like you're saying, like, I didn't say that. And you're just trying to yeah. convince maybe the other person's not as smart or aggressive as a personality. So you're convincing them. Yeah, otherwise. you make people think that they're hmm. losing their mind or crazy or, yeah. or they, they know they're right. But the person that's trying to manipulate you is kind of like a 
hailstorm. Yeah, that's how pur- I picture. Purposely it. trying to convince you. So like um, like when you tell somebody that's not your best outfit, honey, <laughs> and then she gets mad because you said that's not your best outfit, and then you try backing out. No, I swear I didn't say. No, that. that's not gaslighting. That's a husband being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but we're dumb, right? But yeah. uh, there should be Gen Zers got to help us out and try to come up with a word that explains how women, wives, significant others set us up to fail. How does this outfit look? Well, there's never a right answer for that. <laughs> yeah, what can we call that? <laughs> that looks amazing, babe. She unibombed you. Yeah, she did. Uniform bombed you. Yes, exactly. And you're like, <laughs> you look amazing. Well, what about my outfit earlier? Amazing is well. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Boom. Gaslighting and unibombed. We just, we're now, we're Gen Zers. Quit unibombing, everyone. Go get me some pumpkin spice. Sorry. 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 Leave it to the Canadians to think of their own Guinness records. Yeah. See, it is the season for Guinness records. Oh, don't you know, They're eh? just pouring in there. Oh, they're here they come. <laughs> Look at them, eh? Oh, excuse me. Got a new record here, eh? We just talked about it at the church bazaar the other day while we were making our bars. I love those bars. <laughs> this guy is in Guinness World Records for collecting 11,308 different cans of Coca-Cola. Wow. Oh, they yeah. Have, they have Coke up in Canada, eh? They sure do. The previous record was 10,558, if you didn't know. Wow. I mean, who doesn't know that? Duh. They were all Coke cans. And they're all different. So, like, different styles, different Christmas cans, different holiday, different whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And this guy's collection includes a 1955 can. It was one of the first to be produced by Coca-Cola. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, what was the first one? <laughs> he also has a commemorative can from one of the Olympic Games. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Now, are these drank empty cans or they got to be full, right? Uh, Otherwise... Just cans. Like, that's a pretty hard on your kidneys, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, he had to drink all that. Yeah, well, I bet you there's a lot of people that do. I think this part's funny. You know, he doesn't have the coke of his dreams yet. Oh, no. <laughs> he don't? No. 11,000 cans, you ain't got that one you want? He said he sure would love to have a can with his own picture on it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when Coke is really grasping for straws, maybe yeah. they'll reach out to this dude. Can we put a, your mug? Like a, <laughs> like, on a, like on a milk jug, you know, but this guy, he can't find his home. Do you remember, like, you could get your picture put on a Wheaties box? Yeah, for like an athlete. Maybe yeah. Coke needs to do that next. Yeah, it's tremendous. I mean, honestly, if I was Coke, I'd do it. I mean, the dude's that invested into your product that he's collecting that much stuff. That's pretty intense. The picture is... I couldn't imagine he's single. He's got to be single, though. Imagine, like, yeah, he's getting married and his wife is moving into his house and it's a wall of Coke cans. What would you do? At what point in your relationship do you bust that out? So, uh, you've come over here quite a bit and you're starting to stay the night. You've got some stuff in the bathroom, leaving things in the empty drawers in the bedroom. i got to show you something before things get too serious. If you would come downstairs with me. And she walks downstairs and he flicks on the light and it's 11,000 whatever cans of Coke. And she's like, uh. So we're getting rid of this, right? Some people are into Star Wars and Star Trek. I just like Coke. You know, I was thinking we could build a home out of it. <laughs> or she's like, go kick a can. Instead of being in the doghouse, you're going to be in the can house tonight. I better just say I'm so sorry. 
You see, like, on Facebook Marketplace and stuff, people leave free things outside their home, like, on the curb, and they're like, first mm-hmm. one to get it gets it. Yeah. Well, somebody recently left a boat. They didn't leave it on the curb, though. Oh? They left it on the side of the highway, what? and then they wrote on the side of the boat, free. <laughs> Not only do you get a free boat, they also named it for you because they yeah. wrote on the side of it. I mean, like, here comes free Willy, you know, <laughs> little free Willy, whatever, depending on the size of the boat. Have you ever picked anything free up on the side of a curb, Amy? I haven't, but Doug did. He picked up an office chair one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I say I always feel like, like you see a recliner or a couch sitting there, you're like, that actually isn't too bad. Or I think maybe for the garage, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I don't know what's been done on that couch. Yeah. Little did you know somebody was murdered in it last week. Yeah, that you just throw that cushion over. That's a blood stain. You just put that over. I don't, I mean, that's messed up. But like filing cabinets or bookshelves, things like that. Yeah. Televisions. You never know. You could go pick up something free and then sell it. So. Yeah, yeah. Get 20 bucks out of it even. I mean, that's Somebody needs to make a show about that. Yeah. Free, free curbside show. Yeah. Now on this episode of Free Curbside Show with Amy and Brandon, <laughs> it looks like they've got themselves a nice little Sonyo TV, 27-inch, no remote, but they're going to try to sell it for 100 bucks. And it's one of those box TVs, you know. <laughs> yeah. <they> just <laughs> yeah, it's an old tube. Takes two of them to lift it as they're trying to struggle to get it into the into the vehicle here at Home Slice. One of those rear projection big screen TVs. <laughs> That's the last time and the only time I've ever put something for free out. It was that. That's was so it funny really? you say that. Oh I my gosh. It had been sitting in my basement for like two years and I'm like, what are we doing with this thing? <laughs> and it took a couple of us, but we lifted it up outside and I'm like, I just put free on it. And it sat there for two days, got rained on once, and then all of a sudden it was gone. I'm now like, there's a oh. family of cats living inside of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and they were like, look at this nice little speaker we can lay on. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. Yeehaw. Once upon a time, here's a Florida man story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 2 a.m. the other night, cops are out patrolling. They spotted a fairly large fire in the middle of the road. Oh. Okay. So the flames were about four feet high. The fire was right in front of a guy's house. So they figured he had something to do with it, especially because he was out drinking on his porch and holding a sword. Well, yeah, that pretty much labels it him. Yeah. (laughs) According to cops, this guy kept drinking as they were talking to him. (laughs) Yeah. And he started chugging from a half-gallon bottle of Captain Morgan. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, Captain Morgan also carries a sword. So oh, yeah. Maybe that was his uh, Got any Catman influence. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually agreed to drop the sword and also a knife that was in his waistband. All righty then. He couldn't explain why he started the fire or was too drunk to remember, not sure. But it turned out he's been cited for illegal burns five other times in the past six months. He's a pyro wow. Florida man. Wow, but at least it was out in the street. He was arrested this time. Yeah. So once they got him to jail, he intentionally broke a sprinkler hmm. and flooded his holding cell. That's not good. Yeah. So he's he's a interesting interesting Florida man oh, here. Very interesting. He's always up to something. Very entertaining. He's out there trying to be like Peter Pan. You know, he got a dagger in his belt and a sword. He's looking for hook. He's out there trying to flood the place. Yeah, it's... Meanwhile, he's swatting at Tinkerbell. He's yeah. trying to calm him down. <laughs> That's, yeah, leave me alone, Tinkerbell. <laughs> Back in 2019, there was a four-year-old bull elk. It was spotted with a rubber tire around its neck. (laughs) And it's been there ever since. 
Its friends called it Michelin. Yeah. It's shown up on trail cameras and everywhere, like in people's <laughs> yards. It's known as the elk with the tire. Yeah. It's like too wild to get close to, to to help it. But over the weekend, they were finally able to track it down and tranquilize it and remove that darn tire. I wonder if after that much time, the elk is mad. Where is my necklace? No, True, you know. yeah. It, was, it became one with the tire. <laughs> yeah. Where is my protection? That tire was a part of him. Well, you'd think running through like the brush or the trees, that tire probably just like helped. You know, it just yeah. took all that instead of getting whipped with a branch. Probably helped him social distance. Yeah, exactly. If you're touching my tire, you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was like filled with debris and stuff that oh, weighed I'm 35 sure. pounds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like... You could put this elk into a, like an elk fight, and it yeah, would win. No kidding, super strong. It's been neck. lifted. Been lifting thirty-five pound weights its whole life. <laughs> um, what I don't get about it though is you'd think if the tire is sitting there on the neck like it was, it would like cause a sore or wear out the hair. You know what I mean? Like a. It probably it, did. Like when little babies have beanies on, or they rub their hat their heads on the uh, baby seat, they lose the hair there, right? Yeah. It's like you would think that would happen. Maybe I've like I've a, seen sea lions scuba diving with fishing line wrapped yeah. around their neck and they like grew up with it there right and it's just like their their skin is like folded over it. it yeah it's yeah, really sad that's wild that is sad but that's crazy you think i wonder if its friends even recognize it anymore like true michelin toyo where are you at <laughs> bf goodrich where'd you go and he's cooper. like yeah cooper i'm right here guys no 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 that's not you where's your tire <laughs> I wonder if he's going through withdrawals, like he misses his start. He's like, <laughs> like or, Wilson on Castaway. Or he's used to that 35-pound tire, so now he's hitting his head on things. <laughs> Why is my head up so high? <laughs> he keeps raising his head up. And his buddies are like, what happened to your necklace, man? I don't know. It's like, I was walking. All of a sudden, something stabbed me. And I woke up from a weird nap, and it was gone. I'm scared to say anything these days. Oh, yeah? Like, I'm scared I'm going to offend somebody. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Anymore, uh, the more and more words that come out as offensive, we just you pretty much a, just can't wave and walk away. <laughs> the new word that we can't use now is alien. Now, why? <laughs> because of Demi Lovato. She was so, I don't understand. Well, she has a passion for UFO phenomena. Okay. And she has a new docuseries on, I believe it's Netflix. Huh. It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Who knew? I had yeah. no idea. That's crazy. <laughs> she thinks we should stop calling any other life form aliens because it's derogatory. Well, but aren't, aren't they aliens? <laughs> right? She calls them ETs. What? But isn't that the same thing? We're referring yeah. to the same thing. Extraterrestrials? That's isn't an that alien. What, isn't that what aliens mean? Yeah. I don't know. Are you looking up the meaning of alien? I, I am, because I'm like, well, now you got me wondering. We got Brandon typing. Um, chicken pecking. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Alien, belonging to a foreign country or nation. So it really has nothing to do with the... Well, no, that's talking about like citizenship stuff. Right. But that's the definition of it. Do you spell alien from a planet differently than <laughs> no, from another? I don't think so. Well, um... So that's kind of what I'm a foreign, especially one who is not a naturalized citizen of the country. Now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. That's what she's referring to. Yeah. I mean, I get that now, but there, but she's not, she's talking about extraterrestrials, right? Yeah. I mean, I can see using the word alien towards another human being 
and being derogatory. Sure, sure. But if we're talking about people from another planet that we have no idea if they exist or not being derogatory towards them, I don't even know if they exist. Do they? Uh, I guess it just depends on what you believe. And obviously she believes they do, and she doesn't do you, want to hurt their feelings. Do you believe in extraterrestrials? I, I don't, know. You don't? I don't know, is what I said. I don't There's know. There's got to be ETs out there. I'm sure there is. Welcome. Come on board. I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't know. That'd be cool. Like, I'd like to know, where's the hovering cars? And where's the hoverboard? Like, the real hoverboard. I watched Back to the Future. Where is that stuff? And if they're hiding it on another planet, share. You know what I mean? I want some of that stuff. You get better mileage, probably. It'd be a lot quicker to get somewhere if you could just get up, fly over there. What do you think they look like? Do you think there's, like, a Yoda out there somewhere? What if they show up and they look exactly like us and we're just confused? Wait, where are you from? Wait, no, where are you from? What? You're an alien. No, you're an alien. What's going on? What? It's just like the exact same looking human. You what know? if they all look like Luke Combs? Oh, that'd be the coolest planet or, or, ever. Or Tom Cruise. Well, there's that. Or maybe they'll look like Demi Lovato. Or what if it's a planet full of The Rock? Like oh my all gosh. The, all the men look like The Rock. I want to move there. And all the women look like Demi Lovato. Sign and me it's up. like, dang, what's up? I want to be on that next rocket to space. Well, let's go. Take me up there, Jeff Bezos. Beam me up. I'm going with Bill. I'm going with Bill Shatner. Okay, Brandon, imagine you're out on this beautiful hike with your family. You're enjoying the scenery, just yeah. listening to the dirt crunch under your feet. Oh, yeah. I can I can envision this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're looking around at the beautiful fall colors. Yeah. Oh, the trees are... Yeah. Oh. The beautiful granite rocks. Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden, you zoom in. There's a woman hanging from one of those rocks. Oh, no. What do you do? I hope I don't fall. <laughs> you call 911. Yeah, you And do. here they come, our great American heroes yes. with their helicopters, their vehicles, and their drones, and yes. their climbing gear. Yes. They, they're all ready to go save this woman. All trained for this moment. Yes. So they start rappelling down the rocks, and you're with your family standing there watching. Yeah. yeah. Get her. Save her. Yeah. He's rappelling down the rocks. He reaches out to save her, and he yells out to his mates. I think we got a stiff one. Oh, no. <laughs> like he thinks it's cold and gone for good. Yeah. yeah. How is she still hanging on? <laughs> yeah. You know. Wait. She feels kind of hollow. Oh, no. And light. What? Turns out it's a mannequin. <laughs> this just happened. Oh, that's hilarious. This just happened in California. <laughs> Only. Imagine the embarrassing story on the front page of that newspaper the next day. <laughs> I want to be, I want to see the picture of the firefighter reaching over like all scared. Like, oh no, it's a stiffy. And then it's just <laughs> it's just a mannequin. He risked his oh, life man. for a mannequin. A movie prop. <laughs> That's so funny. I can just imagine what it's like. The EMS shows up, firefighters. They're like, you're going down. Okay, you're the best one with the rope. We got to get there quick. Ma'am, can you hear me? Can you hear me? No response. They're thinking she's frozen in fear. They rappel down. They grab her hair. It comes off in his hand. <laughs> Do you think they kept her? <laughs> Do you think she's like part of their team now? Yeah, maybe. Huh? She, she gets just, shotgun in the fire truck. She just like rides on top of the fire truck as they go <laughs> on their calls. The hair's whipping in the wind. What would they name her? Maybe Amanda. Because <laughs> it's a, you know, a mannequin. Because it's a mannequin. So Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> oh, I love it. A manica. Remember during the pandemic when people were calling 911 because they were out of toilet paper? Oh, yeah. What's mm-hmm. wrong with, what are people thinking in their minds? I don't know, so self-absorbed that they're like, I have an emergency. 
I don't have any toilet paper. I'm calling 911. So dumb. Like you, do kids do that too? Like, do they tell on their siblings? I'm going to call 911. You know, when they can't call their parents. Emergency. I don't think that ever came up when I was a kid. I don't think I, I can't either. rule it out. <laughs> but I mean, times have changed. People are calling 911 because they're out of toilet paper. <laughs> I'm about to play a 911 call for you. This guy called 911 because he had to pee. <laughs> First, he asked for an ambulance. Oh, then no. he said he needed a cop because the cars in front of him weren't moving, and he desperately hmm. needed to go. Oh, wow. So he's stuck in a traffic jam? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What would you do if you were a 911 operator and you received this call? Listen to this. Okay. 911, chief police, fire or ambulance? I need police. Okay. Do you have the police? Where is the emergency? Actually, the thing is that I have to pee and these guys are not moving. You have to pee? Yeah. This is your emergency that you have to pee? Yeah. And yeah. how are the police going to help you urinate? I have to pee, man. And but I'm not sure what you like me to do that you have to urinate. I can't help you with that. So, yeah, 38-second wow. call, he pretty much told the guy he was stupid. Yeah. That guy's like, look, I've got other things to do. Sorry, but got to go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They had to go online and remind people that not to misuse 911. It was for emergencies. I want to so, know what happened to the guy, though. Well, so here's my thought. And I know this isn't the best idea ever, but if you're stuck in traffic and you've got to pee, is it really? And I mean, you got to pee. Like you think it's an emergency enough to call nine one one? I'm gonna get up out of my car and go pee in the fender well. Like I'm gonna pee on my car. <laughs> you're you gonna know? pretend that you have a flat tire. Oh and go yeah, pee. I'll pretend like I'm checking something, or or even with my door open, blatantly being like, I'm peeing. Don't look at me. <laughs> I've just got to go that bad. You know, if it's an emergency, what's the other option? And there's also a gas station basically on every corner. Yeah. Well, but if he's stuck on like a an interstate or, you know, a traffic Inter- jam, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I'm thinking like big city traffic jam. I gotcha. Yeah. You're not like walking over to the edge, of, maybe to the edge of the bridge, you know, and just pee Start over the edge. Start looking for empty big gulp glasses exactly. in your car. Empty cups, empty bottles, because you could pee in it in the nice... you know safe confinement of your car and then pour the cup out your door and you just mosey on like nothing's happening if you're a female though things get a little harder yeah if you're a girl if you're a girl then you gotta still squat down check the air in your tires maybe put your hands on that yeah maybe have somebody hold a towel behind you yeah yeah i don't know i mean I get it, man, because you're stuck in traffic for sometimes for a while i've never been in that kind of a traffic jam but yeah. I mean, those emergencies are serious. I've never been stuck on the interstate with a pee emergency. Well, and the body don't care. The body doesn't care that you're, hey, I know, body, that you want to urinate right now, but we're stuck in a thing. If you could just hold that back a little bit. They're like, no, we're full. You got to go. <laughs> yeah. There's no survival mode when it comes <laughs> yeah. to that. There's no, you can't tighten a knot. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. You can definitely do the pee dance. You sure just can. Just get out and dance. Wow. You can really dance. On behalf of National Grouch Day, we wanted to give some of our favorite grouches a phone call. Yeah, like D-Ray. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, whatever. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) It's D-Ray night, everyone. What up? Are you having a good day? No. (laughs) Well, what's wrong today? Well, you see, when you interrupted me, I was on customer service with a certain bank, bank of... I'll just call it Bank of the United States. 
and their horrible app. I'm trying to make a payment right on a credit card. So I'm calling them up and I get one of these things like, your call is very important to us. It's being recorded for customer, uh, for, for quality. It's like, no, it isn't. It's not being called for, it's, it's not being recorded for quality. Being quality is being recorded to cover their butts is what it's being recorded for. Well, anyway, why, why are you calling me? Well, because it's National Grouch Day and we wanted to celebrate the oh, right really? way. It's National Grouch Day. Okay, yeah. I like to I like to, I like to call that Friday. Okay, I mean what? Okay, National Grouch Day. Bye. Yeah. What? Well, am I supposed to celebrate? How does the Grouch celebrate National Grouch Day? You should be proud. <laughs> thank you for what you do. Yeah, thanks for being grouchy. We appreciate you. <laughs> well, would... you don't have to thank me. Oh, you know. Besides, it wouldn't bo- it, uh, it wouldn't matter to me if you did. Because that's how grouchy I am. There okay? would be no. I don't, I don't care. There would be no National Grouch Day if it wasn't for people like you. Yeah, thank you. Well, then there shouldn't be any National Grouch Day because I don't care. <laughs> I tell you what, why don't you go pick out a pastry from at the coffee shop and we'll pay for it. Maybe cheer you up a little bit. Yeah, but they don't have any pastries I like down there. That's the problem. Yeah. And I go down there, go, oh great, that that looks that's probably got something that when you bite into it, squirts all over the place. That's that's great, awesome. Yeah, yeah, a little spooge. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll get on my shirt, so I have to deal with that all day. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. It's like I'm a I'm, I'm playing the squid game, you know, and I just got shot. That's great. Jelly all over my chest is awesome. <laughs> Do you need a hug? Oh God, no. No, 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 no. Why would I want some total stranger to just wrap their arms around me? Ugh. Maybe two total yeah, you strangers. Know, while you're at it, why don't you cough on me? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you know, we could cough in each ear. Cough on me. That's fantastic. Thanks. It's a group roadhouse hug. Would you like a roadhouse hug? No, <laughs> not at all. What I actually, I would like for you to let me go so I could call back customer service of that Bank of the United States and their lousy app on their phone. Okay. Is there anything that would make you happy today? Yeah, for you to quit bothering me. Hey, D-Ray. Yeah. Happy National Grouch Day. Yeah, whatever. We love you. Love you. Yeah, whatever. Milk is nasty. No, it's not. It is salt grouse. It's amazing. I think it's disgusting, really. We go through way too much milk, and I've really cut back on my milk intake. Matter of fact, I can't even think of the last time I had a glass of milk, which is weird coming out of my mouth because my whole life, boy, I could I could mow through a good gallon every couple days. Are like, you one of those guys that eats cereal out of a big mixing bowl? Yeah, I am. Knew it. I'm that guy. Uh, like half a box of cereal, half a like gallon of milk. Like Captain Crunch or oh, yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Oh, get at me. Only thing I don't like about Fruity Pebbles is it's just too little you know it's like eating little things of rice <laughs> or something you know what i mean i'm i just i want crunchier cereal have you ever ate so much cereal your mouth went raw no oh i have wow yeah, that captain crunch is serious when they say crunch they mean captain crunch i've had like the kosh kashi i think that's how you say it oh yeah sure the cereal mm-hmm. but yeah. with almond milk oh like it's like adult cereal and i'm not an adult <laughs> so i'm not eating serious cereal i'm kid cereal have you tried the almond milk Oh, I love almond milk. It's good. It's pretty mm-hmm. tasty, especially the chocolate one. And I think I overdo it. You yeah. know, there's like a small serving you're supposed to have, and I'm just chugging yeah. it right out of the carton. <laughs> That's my biggest problem is my amount of milk. Yes, yeah, so I don't I buy it anymore. And then they say that there's no health benefits difference between skim and and whole milk, but but it's obviously fatter. You know what I mean? And it's better for well, they say I'm not a dietitian or a doctor. They say it's better for kids to drink whole milk or for a body because it's good fats. 
but my doctor said I don't need any fats. <laughs> yeah, you don't. So. <laughs> no. I have a five-year-old that barely eats anything, so I give him the whole milk. Oh, yeah. Because I think he needs the fat. Yeah, he does. Get some he's not that. overweight, so I don't really need to I worry about milk. that. I would love to drink it just straight up out of the udder. That's the best. Oh, just a little shot. Brandon. A little shot glass. I want to see you do that. I would. I'm not even scared. It's probably not the best thing for you, you know, because you're supposed to like, let it at least sit for a little bit and skim it. But it's still, I would definitely I'm down. get sick if I saw you do that. Right about to utter. Just, oh. I don't think I like warm. milk because I spent so much time on my uncle's ranch yeah. and I milked cows. Utter madness. Yeah, and there'd be like this dirty bucket that you put it in, yeah. and then there's like flies on the top of it. Oh, mm-hmm. we gotta skim them, or we gotta skim it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you put the strainer, and like there's snot looking stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, I think about that too much when mm-hmm. I try to drink it. It's That's like I'm, I'm drinking about. snot. Some of the best milk I ever had was at a buddy's ranch where it's like, you know, they set it in the fridge and they let that stuff settle to the top, and then you pour it out. It was, man, it was some of the best milk ever. You know why it tastes creamy? Why? Because there's snot in it. I don't care. It was good. <laughs> I don't care. Is it snot delicious? It's probably the healthiest milk there ever was, straight up out of the udder before they put all their whatever in the hex they do. Okay, I was telling you about how awkward it is when your wife comes in here and you guys, like, make out in front of me. Well, we don't make out, but yeah. Well, it's, it's uncomfortable. A it's a peck. I love you. I hope you have a good day. I hope every relationship, I hope every couple out there, I hope they do that at least. I love you. Have a good day. Sammy Nudes. Talk to you later. Uh, my husband and I, we do that, but, you know, at our house. Yeah, well, she stops in here. When, but if Douglas stops in, you guys kiss. Yeah, we do. But we don't, like, play tonsil hockey. I don't either. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. I talk about some tonsil hockey with you. I'll tell you about tonsil hockey. This is making out. We were at the Grizzly Rose uh, now a week and a half ago or a, week ago, a little over a week ago, and we play our sets. The way it's set up there is you play about a 45-minute set, and then you take like a half-hour break, 45-minute set, half-hour break. You do that four or five times. And uh, we get off stage, and I come walking beside where people are sitting, and there's this couple just, I mean, straight up making out like i haven't seen people kiss like that since like high school dance like i mean they were like making out making out and i don't know if they were married together or if they were married separately and then they're just here to make out with each other i don't know Hmm. i don't know their situation don't know these people at all but they were like sucking face like i've never seen people suck face except for maybe in movies you know like that big mouth ah, like drool dripping kiss it was like Dang. So I walk by him. I go get a beer and I'm talking with some people and go over to our little merch area and I'm selling stuff and talking to people. And then I come back by to go get back up on stage and they're still making out. And I'm like, dang. So we we play another set and I can't see them because they're kind of off in the darkness. And all we're playing and everything. We get done. Another break. So I go walk them by. They're making out still. And I mean like serious making out. And they're like set up comfy. Like pulled their chairs knee to knee. The table to their side with drinks that they're not drinking. At least they weren't straddling just each like, other. And they're just and at the in my mind, I'm like after about two hours of watching them suck face on every break, I'm like, are they even dancing? What are they here for? What are they doing? Like, does my music do this to them? <laughs> do I portray like when we play Kiss Me All Night? Are they like, oh, good idea? <laughs> Let's start right now. I don't know. I'm like, what's going on? But I'm thankful if I portray that kind of stuff from stage. That's wow, good. Look at the effect you have on people, Brandon. Yeah, they just start making out. <laughs> I don't even know these people knew each what other. What were your band members doing? 
We all walked by and looked at each other like, geez, they're still kissing. Did you guys have the crowd cheer for them or anything? No. Because that was a lot of work. I didn't want to interrupt it. It seemed like they were on. I don't even know if they could hear people around them. I mean, they could care less when we walked by. That's the best. We walked by and they could care less. I mean, and these, we're not talking kids here. These weren't like 21 year olds. We're talking these guys were maybe 30, in the mid 30s, just making out. And I'm, part of me was a little jealous. I mean, me and the wife will make out, not here at work in front of you. Yes, you do. But we do not. And then, but we will go home and make out. And I mean, it's like, I'm kind of half jealous. I've never been that big into PDA. Brandon, next time it happens, you need to have the crowd cheer for them. That's probably what they were trying to do. Like, let's Maybe see how long we can make out. Before somebody says something. Yeah. It, let's let's get people cheering for us <laughs> like it's the Olympics. There was a table next to him, and I kept telling him, hey, you guys got to take a drink every time they kiss. No, <laughs> the whole Maybe night. they were trying to get into the Guinness World Records. I don't know. Nobody was there watching him like with a stopwatch or nothing. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another Guinness World Record holder. Wow. This time it's a guy from the Philippines and he just jumped his way into <laughs> a new Guinness World Record. He's 34. <laughs> his name is Ryan Ong Alonzo. 40,980 double unders in jump rope. Double unders is where like the rope goes under you twice, right? Like yes. it's like one jump, two passes with the rope. Mm-hmm. And this took him 12 hours halfway through. He got a cramp. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But he kept going. He worked his way through it. Wow. (laughs) To think, though, that he got a cramp and still beat the world record. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I used to take this kickboxing class, and we used a jump rope to warm up. Oh, yeah. And I I could do maybe one of the double unders. (laughs) Oh, I was like, one time, and then you're done? (laughs) But I would do one, and then I would whip myself in the shins. (laughs) Yeah. And this guy didn't mess up once. He went the whole time, nonstop. Wow, that's crazy. I used to be quite the jump roper back in the day. Uh, Now, I I wouldn't even fathom. I don't need to do that stuff. But uh, (laughs) but the double Uh, under thing, I was never good at. Or like, what's that one where they cross their arms, you know? They like oh, yeah. jump and then they crisscross their arms. That's when you have three people. Oh no, you can do that with no, one. Yeah, one. I'm talking one jump rope, not like a not like where there's two people. That's cool too. But no, I I never could get that down. See, I that's think. just showing off. When you All see in, somebody doing the yeah. crisscross, yeah, crisscross that apple self applesauce myself in the head. That's what I'd do. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, you're not burning extra calories doing that. You're just no. showing off. Now you're just showing point. off. You know. And is it jump? I know it's called jump rope. But is it jumping? In his case, it is. Or is it skipping? You're you're kind of just skipping, right? Doing the skip thing. Well, if you're doing it my way, you're jumping. Because you're <laughs> you jumping, that rope. then you take the little pause, you jump again. You know, and the, the sound that his jump rope was making was... Yeah. Mine goes click, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. Or it's like click... I'm done. I'm done. Cramp. Click. Ah! (laughs) Cramp. Come on. Yeah, beat that record. How fast can you get a cramp? The Guinness people are rolling their eyes. I'll get there, okay? Yeah. 500 hours later. Can I stop for water? Click. (laughs) (laughs) You know that commercial with Sarah McLachlan? Mm -hmm. The animal cruelty one? Yeah. In In the the arms arms of the angels. angels. Yeah. That... 
So that commercial gets me. I have to change the channel when it comes on. I'm like, I can't do this right now. It it actually does the opposite. So I like it's not that I'm a animal cruelty, but when that jam comes on, it hits me in a negative way. Like I, I purposely don't want to donate because that song is too sad. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, bullcrap. You hear it come on on the radio and you're like, oh man, you instantly think about animal cruelty. Oh yeah, constantly. And so a woman heard this. Mm-hmm. At a grocery store the okay. other day, and she flipped out because it, she said it was making her too sad. So she went over to the employee. She's like, "You got to skip to the next song. This song is making me too sad. You got to change it." Yeah. And they were like, "I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't know how to do it." It was like, yeah. you know, it could be operated yeah, somewhere in another state. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. And so she just started flipping out on him, got all mad, and so they called the cops because huh. she's making a scene. Yeah, she went straight, Karen. Yeah. yeah. She was gone by the time the cops got there. But here's the weird part. Okay. She called the cops, too, huh. and told them exactly where she was. Wow. Told them everything that happened. And so the cops show up, and she's just, like, yelling at them. She tries to drive off. They have to block her in. <laughs> Ended up arresting her on a couple different things. They get her booked into the jail, and then they end up letting her go. Okay. And then she walks right back into the police station, starts yelling at the receptionist, <sighs> and she gets arrested again. Oh, my gosh. Yes, but it doesn't have the whole story here. See, yeah. let's let's just put together. Let's let's be detectives here. Yeah. I bet before the whole grocery store thing even started, she yeah. was sitting at home. That commercial came on and she's like, I gotta get out of here. I'm just gonna go for a drive, maybe run some errands. Yeah. Yeah, it's like put your arms in Karen's mode, right? She's mad, she leaves the house, she gets in the car. <sighs> it's on in the car. The song she, probably came yeah, on it's in like, the car. Oh my gosh, seriously? I can't get away from it. She's starting to freak out more. She gets to the grocery store. The song comes on. It's following she's, her everywhere. She's like, get away from me, Sarah. She's like, she can't take it anymore. And then I'm willing to bet she calls because she gets back in her car. The car is, the song's still playing. The cops show up. One of the cops are humming it. <laughs> Hi, ma'am. Are you the one that called us? You know, I was like, oh, my gosh. They cuff her. They stuff her into jail. And there she is. She's sitting in the booking room. Guess what comes on? Yep. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> Somebody's out to get this woman. <laughs> So she went straight Karen, but they really need to put her yourself in the arms of Karen. <laughs> in, in the arms of the Karen, Karen go inside, go again. <laughs> Brandon, so if you were on an airplane with either your son or your daughter, mm-hmm. and the stewardess came up to you and she's like, we have one spot left in first class, and we just wanted to choose somebody today and today we choose you hmm. would you leave your child and go up to first class would you leave them there uh depending on the age of the kid you know uh my kids are teenagers so i'd, I'd be like deuces see you bud <laughs> you're driving home you know i'm gonna go sit in first class and get drunk <laughs> you know? just the but, thought of leaving my son on an airplane by himself makes me sad inside right I because do it. he's five or yeah. four you know so it's like yeah i wouldn't i couldn't do that either once he gets older and starts getting on my nerves then yeah definitely i i think my first reaction would be like i'm not going unless he she whatever can go my mm-hmm. kid can go and then, you know, they, they either say yes or no. Because maybe they got to select two. You don't know. You know what I mean? So I'd make it an option. Yeah. Well, some people haven't been to first class. And I think it would be pretty tempting if this was offered to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would. Honestly, I just because the whole point of flying, you're maybe on vacation, taking a trip with your kid, obviously. 
just spend time with them not yeah. separate but yeah in this current research that they did 40 percent of parents said yes wow. but it does depend on how old they are yeah so we asked our listeners to open mic us on the app should, oh yeah mm-hmm. should we see should we see if our listeners are materialistic or maybe if they love their children Let's see what they got okay here's the first one if i was on an airplane with just me and my child and they offered just one first class seat you damn right i'm gonna leave my child in coach you know why? Because he got a C on his report card. And I'm not about C's. It's about A's and B's in this family. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about pushing the kids to get better grades, but... We're off to a bad start here yeah, with the no parents. Kidding. Yeah. Should we go on to the next one? Yep. Would I leave my child to take a first-class seat on an airplane if it's offered to me? Of course I would. I would take the seat... And then I'd uh, put the kid in the overhead compartment. D-Ray. Now, we all know whose voice that is. <laughs> That's, That's D-Ray. definitely D-Ray. Oh, my gosh. Leave I, it to D-Ray <laughs> to put his kids in the overhead <laughs> compartment. But, I mean, I feel it. You know, if the kid's young enough, you know what I mean? Throw a blankie up there or whatever, a pillow. Kid's fine, you know? Yeah, I could probably sleep in the overhead compartment. I can't. It might come crashing down, but There's I could try. no way I'm going to fit in an overhead compartment. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid might. Well, anyways... There you have it. We tried to get some some positive answers from our <laughs> listeners, but apparently you guys aren't uh, aren't good parents. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Out of all the places to hijack a car, mm-hmm. why in the world would you ever choose a gym? Well. I don't know, actually. That's pretty like, silly. Like, people are strong coming out of there, and they're going to fight well, back. Are they, though? Have you ever left the gym and felt better? Meaning, meaning, check. So, like, when you leave the gym, if you worked out good, your arms are jello and your legs are tired, right? So, I ain't about to go running after somebody. I've done all my running and exercised all the muscles I have in there. I'm about as lethargic as I can be. You're still going to be stronger than a puny little thief that doesn't work out. Maybe. Yeah. Or three of them. I say, I'm against you here. I think it's smart. I don't know. I about it the only time you could take advantage of a muscle-bound man is because his arms are... He can't even get his shirt off. I think I could prove you wrong with this story. Possibly. Okay. Three carjackers pulled up into a gym parking lot hmm. and tried to carjack this guy. Hmm. They, they got the keys from him, and then one of the, the carjackers got into the car couldn't start the car because he didn't know how to drive stick. Oh my it was God. a manual. Your stupid car won't start! And the guy coming out of the gym was trained in martial arts. Well, yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the guy was able to like fend off three men. And the guy that nice. couldn't start the car ended up jumping out of the car and they all ran to their own car and then drove off. And the mm-hmm. guy's like, that's right, you don't mess with me. Yeah, you you know? don't come by the gym and do this. <laughs> so, of course, the police were called. They're on their tail. And they decide to lead these cops on a high-speed chase. Oh yeah. No bueno. Eventually, they pulled over, ran into the woods, and then the cops caught up with them and they yelled to the guys, you better stop or we're going to unleash the canine. Uh-oh. Yeah. So two men, they were like, we're out, like right away. Right. They gave themselves up. Mm-hmm. But the third one kept running, and he didn't make it 50 yards before <laughs> that dog jumped on well, him and, yeah. and knocked I him mean, down. Duh. And it probably didn't feel very good. No. Nope. Yeah, th- so this guy's been through the ringer. He got beat up by an MMA guy and then got beat up by a dog after that. But what he's just idiot. feeling in, you know, 
down in the dumps. On all it could have been stopped is if he would have learned how to drive a manual. Yeah. You know, he could have drove off with this dude's car. At least one of them could have. Yeah, because he would have been gone before the MMA guy comes out and kung fu's him. Well, the MMA guy was out. They attacked him and took the keys from him. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, I don't know. I still think it was a good idea to go to a gym. See, maybe was he catching these guys on their way to the gym? Like, just as they took a shot of pre-workout, they're all hyped (laughs) up. They're like, woo! And then somebody comes trying to take your car. Then, that is a horrible idea. But you got to wait for the guy coming out. It's all like, oh, he's barely carrying his bag. Oh, I really overdid it this time. The, like, or the yeah. guy that just started working out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I come walk out of the gym. No, I'm done. I am taxed. I'm yeah. usually limping when yeah. I come out of the gym. <laughs> yeah, limping. Or, or crawling. Or it's like, yeah, I couldn't even get out of my gym clothes because I can't change. My arms are dead. I need mm. a wheelchair when oh, I'm done working out. This guy don't look good. Let's take his car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do you work out? Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.